0: Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris, and today is co-host Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us. We're just a couple of goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. We mostly cover the NHL, but we'll also discuss other happenings around the hockey world, so follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share hockey news, highlights, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Steve, to start off today's podcast, I just wanted to talk about how excited to be back in a hockey rink this past Friday in Ogden, Utah, at the Weber Ice Sheet. The Mustangs, the USPHL team were back on the ice, and I was so happy to be back at Weber, as they say it, Weber Ice Sheet, at Weber State University, and... Man, you saw the game, too, a little bit. You weren't able to look at the game as detailed as I was. You kind of glimpsed over these games a little bit. So I apologize, hockey fans. It's going to be a little bit more me talking in the beginning here. As Steve actually has, like, kids to take care of in a full-time job. And I'm just uh, sitting here watching my hockey TV Just wanted to kind of get into the fact that on Friday night, December 4th, because currently it is the evening of uh, Sunday, December 6th, all the NFL games are over. So Steve and I are here talking about uh, some local hockey games around North America and the Ogden Mustangs hosted the Pueblo Bulls out of Colorado. And me and Steve will watch some of the highlights. So we're going to sit here and talk about that.
1: Yeah. I can tell right away, these teams, um, no love lost after this series. (laughs) No,
0: no. honestly, it was so good to be back in the arena, and I I just want to call out Tucker Thorstad, the 17-year-old forward out of Mesa, Arizona, who kept aiming for my beer on the boards. Mesa. Mesa? Is it Mesa?
1: Mesa, yeah, Mesa,
0: Arizona. (laughs) But, okay, so Tucker from Mesa, Arizona, who kept aiming for my beer during warm-ups, so I had to hold it because I'm pretty sure if I wouldn't have, he would have probably checked the boards there just to see it spill. So I had to hold my beer in the cold arena because it's not like I'm in my goalie gear. I'm sitting there in a hoodie and, you know, a thin ice hockey jacket and stuff, and, and he's targeting my beer as I sit there in a social distance arena, and I couldn't say I was thrilled about that. But that said, Ogden started goalie and brother, forgive me for screwing your name up, Damagaji Troha. Uh, who's a 20-year-old out of, well, he's Croatian-Austrian, but I think more Croatian, so 20-year-old out of Croatia. And Pueblo started Blake Sproul, a 19-year-old out of Burbank, California. So, dude, me and your goalies, we love giving our shout-outs to other goalies. You know what I mean? There's other positions in, in hockey, but they don't matter as much.
1: Yep. Yeah, the, uh, the guys that see the most on the ice all the time.
0: Uh, so that said, we move into the game and Michael power, a 20 year old forward out of London, England actually took what I call, and, and I don't know if you saw this highlight, but he took what I call a fumbled puck on the breakaway, uh, and put it over Trojas glove. This is a, this is a goal where I blamed the, I don't know if it's defense offense, man, I wasn't digging that deep into it, but this was definitely a fumble, uh, by the Ogden Mustangs. And they gave that. They gave that puck the power and he made him pay. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's how the game started. And then as we move into this thing, I just wanted to call an excellent defense by Cameron Hawks, who is a 19 year old defenseman out of San Diego, California as a goalie. And you as a goalie, I know me and you are super impressed with defensemen that know what the hell they're doing <laughs> and not want to stick their stick in front of us when a shot comes from the blue line. This kid plays real good hockey. He he keeps the guys on the outside. He, doesn't, he didn't let anyone approach Troja easily. I, really, I was really impressed by his play, and it's rare for me to actually give – props out here to forwards or defensemen so as a goal yourself Steve, what did you appreciate out of your defensemen Uh,
1: well the first the first thing is guys that would respond when you talk right Right. um to me that's the you know when you're giving them a pointer telling them what you need to do and communicating right because you gotta yell at you what you know what they want you to do as well right that was a big thing and then you know guys that paid attention to my habits right so um and also aware of the game like that was the biggest thing you know if guy's firing off my far pad and my defense is right on top of me well you know it's it's going to be a problem right the guy that can recognize that right now where that guy's shooting either go tie up the loose man or then you know push on out to try to at least get in the way of the you know of the incoming shot to give me enough time to recover that you know those are those are huge things uh well actually my biggest point was the guys that did not shove an opposing player on top of me when there was a scrum uh, it was my biggest pet peeve. I don't know how many times I got injured or I couldn't move because my defenseman, you know, decided to protect me by cross-checking some dude into me.
0: Uh, that is actually very common.
1: That's so stupid, right? You're gonna, yeah, and- you, you know, you're gonna plow a guy, you know, into your goalie. How the hell does this help the situation at all, right? You know, if you're gonna deck him, deck him from the side and knock him off to the side of it, but not flying yeah. into the goalie.
0: And we're gonna we're gonna come back to that for game two of this series because I noticed that a lot out of Ogden. But uh, I mean, speaking of the goalies there, Troja. Oh man, in the first period he made a beautiful series of like back to back to back saves. When you make save one and save two and then save three, if no, if your defense or anyone on your team's not picking that up and the opposing team has that many chances you feel good about yourself when you make that many back to back to back saves and troja did that in the first period even though at that point it was one nothing by power's goal he made an excellent shoulder save during the power play that he had but dude at one point like we were sitting at that end of the ice for the for the game me and my buddy and i give troja man i was like smashing on the glass i'm like that's what i'm talking about like he was just he was seeing that puck like it was a beach ball
1: yeah. Well, the one thing I wanted to point out, though, when you were talking about that first goal, because, you know, I did see the highlight on that one, and you call it a fumbled puck. You know, that one... That's fumbled. Yeah, that's not even fumbled. Like, that's just... There were so many broken-down plays in that end, right? Yep. yep. So, it was just... You, you didn't connect on the pass versus your cross in the zone. So, if you're... It, like, Here's things that'll come with maturity, right? So, on a mm-hmm. player that did this, you know, you're young, so the biggest thing is go back to that game highlight and look at your mistake, right? You came yeah. in, you played in a ghost move, you botched the first pass on over, it comes right back to you, and then you're just dropping the pass to nobody that's there. So one is communication again, right? So
0: Absolutely.
1: If if you're ever that lost, whip the bucket into the corner, float one on net, Throw, float a bouncer on net, right? Um, if you're not that sure, but just blindly dropping the pass is the worst thing you can do there. And that was actually a perfect drop pass to set a guy up for a breakaway. Not being yep. a jerk, because calling it like it was right there. And that, no, that was. But that wasn't a fumble, dude. That was a perfect pass to set somebody up that goes streaking. Because that guy, as soon as that puck was dropped, he two hard strides, and he was past everybody. Yep. And, he, and easy coming on in. And then the goalie, you could tell by his reaction, he knew he whiffed he it, right? It wasn't, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't an excellent shot. It wasn't a bad shot. But I think that goalie knew he could have had that with his glove, right? Yeah. He yes. just, just, didn't, just didn't have his glove to track that puck into it, right? And as soon as it went in, you saw him drop his head and he knew what he did. Yep. So it's also recognition, right? Like, you know, number one, you always love that. Like, I loved getting a breakaway. Loved it. It's exciting
0: as a goalie. You're like, yeah. Here I go. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah, I get
1: to square up against somebody. Let's see what you got. And it was just, you know, like if I could catch a different angle, because to me it just looks like that arm wasn't square. He started to react and dip before the shot was taken. If he was square up with that glove out, and as he's dropping, the glove stayed there, I think that would have been fired right into it. But, again, with the angles we're seeing on this, it's not crapping on this. It's not bad angles. It's just, you know, NHL ready, you know, uh, those games, you get like twenty angles, you know, on a, <laughs> you know, on a goal or any given shot right at a time, when they're doing replays. So, right. um, but yeah, that you know, I just wanted to go back and speak about that, you know, for that player that made that mistake. Hopefully, the next night he, <laughs> I have a feeling his coach pretty laid into him pretty good, <laughs> you know, in between periods and also after that game on that one, you know, totally preventable play right there. But yeah, keep oh. going, man, keep going. to yeah, so- get off of that tangent. <laughs>
0: No, no, that's good. I mean, this is the uh, this is stuff mean you love to talk about. like first of all, I mean, these they're there. They're developing players. We're gonna critique them on here, but it's not like, Negative criticism, it's just criticism to, to handle and such. And it's it's never easy to hear criticism on yourself. But if you want to improve your game, you're going to take it in. And I'm not good enough to be in any level anymore. So if you put me in this game as a goalie, I would have let a lot more in than, than, than Troja or, or Sprout. So it's just one of those things where we're here to talk hockey and critique hockey and to love the sport and that's what we're going to do. So, no point. This is to attack these, these young players. And moving on from that, to give positive critiques here, like Jake Marr, uh, who's an 18 year old forward out of Fremont, California, set up Devin Boldway with a beautiful. A beautiful cross crease goal before the end of the first period and Devin Boldway is an eighteen year old defenseman out of California. Just a pretty setup of a goal. And that was actually really exciting because I was two beers down, finished my hot dog, and it was still one nothing. So I, I think I was finishing my last chew there when uh, when Devin scored that goal. So I yeah, was happy forty, that- yeah,
1: forty seven seconds left on that one. Yep when that one went in. And there to be honest with you. You do, I do feel slightly bad for this goalie on this goal here because there was a lot of play, a lot of passing, cross-crease, having a track, having your track, having your yep. track, shorthanded, and, you know, that's there's there's a lot there. You know, what you prefer is, you know, as every goalie, you prefer to get more shots on you because you get a feel for this puck. But this puck was whipped across, you know, not just even cross-crease, but cross-ice. I don't know how many times before that happened, right? There was yep. a little breakdown of the play, didn't quite go so well and by then there's another fire right on over and you know again like you know i just clicked back on it just to take another quick look at it i think it three or four times that puck changed you know from one edge you know one side of the ice over to the other and it's the patience of it was at number three that you're talking about there to it was a mirror to fire over that pass, yep. held it mirror, it was pass yeah it it long enough pass yeah yeah, held it long enough to make the goalie have to square on up after yes. a hard push, and then he fired it over because that's the thing is after that hard push, as soon as you set those skates, it's hard to get that next push off, right? He had no chance.
0: Yeah, and that was really good hockey intelligence by Jake on that on that pass because he made he basically made Blake hold his ground to the point where it was perfectly timed, honestly. He he passed it over to Devin, and, and Blake had no chance, man. None, yeah. none whatsoever. Yeah. You know, that was a great
1: play. Yeah, no, it was a hell of a way to, especially, you know, these are the, the ones that usually cripple you as a team, right? So, number one, I didn't really get to see the penalty. I don't know if it was a good penalty or not, but you try to stay out of the box from the last two minutes of the period because those games. Those it was goals a pretty that-
0: penalty-quiet game this one, not so much for Saturday. <laughs> but yeah, Friday's yeah, games were, I, I don't remember what the penalty was. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, I'm not getting criticizing
1: because I didn't get to see the penalty. But, you know, again, you try to stay away from that stuff with the two-minute mark going. So when you give up a goal with 47 seconds left to go, that could just kill momentum going into the next period. Right. But that was a hell of a pass. Good puck moving by that team and way to stick with it, right? Yep. Uh, you know, I did click on the highlights to watch the little, little guys play some hockey there.
0: Well, and here's the thing. Like, if you skip ahead, and I want to say because – Dude, you, I'm, you I'm, still watching, I'm still watching the little kids here. nice. <laughs> Yeah, skip ahead. You're going to see Blake Sprow make the save of the game as he just absolutely robs Andrei Shmakov, who's a 19-year-old left winger out of Moscow, Russia. what? I love that name, Shmakov. Shmakov? Oh my God! And bruh, if I'm if I'm if I'm saying your name wrong, sorry.
1: Yeah, I him circle around the net, wrap around, nice glove save. That's when you're yep. talking about.
0: Yes. Yes. Sprout just robbed Shmakov there. That, like, he was it, left alone. It was, it was good, you know.
1: Well, yeah, because he was left alone. He, you know, the bully did a hell of a job to track that puck coming around the net, yep. right? Absolutely. So tracked it well and then had himself ready and squared to go to face that shooter. So yeah, hell of a save.
0: Yeah, hell of a save. That's, for me, that was the save of the game. And I was sitting right there, and I was, like, smacking on the glass. The uh, Mustangs fans behind me. I'm like, look, I'm a Mustangs fan, but I'm a goalie fan first. Um, I just like seeing good hockey. And, and Sproul right there, what a what a save. Like, he just absolutely robbed Schmakov. I thought I should have called the cops there. That was so bad. So, But, but did, you,
1: what, did you see what led up to that play,
0: though? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a guy
1: guy trying to go Bobby Orr up the ice. So. Yep he makes one cut that made me nervous right he made one cut in the middle of the ice so here i'm watching it right now i don't i'm trying to see if i can determine which player it was this guy makes two big cuts so so here's what happens puck is sort of bouncing oh, hold on we got to get back until it's in that end you know he he makes one cut in the middle almost gets caught right and at that point everybody's recovering he skates into four guys makes another cut barely gets away with it but at that point dump the puck in You've got four guys that are surrounded you, throw the puck into the corner. You're not gonna beat four dudes now. It's not gonna happen. You know, you're you're not Connor McJesus. no, you know, no insult to this guy, because McJesus would have passed all those guys and would have been going at such a speed, you know, it would have caught them off balance. But instead of throwing that puck into the corner and then going in with speed, right, and having backup, he tried to get tried to beat another guy, they robbed the puck, and that's what created that rush, right?
0: Right. He comes around the
1: net, and that's what created it. So, you know, bad, you know, bad recognition play. Like you made a couple of cuts, you got away with it, dude. Don't. You know, okay, you did two things that, I as a coach, I would have looked at and said, okay, you do have good puck control and some talent there, but you put yourself in a bad spot.
0: The Bulls take a two to one lead on an aired pass. <laughs> Zachary Wills makes them pay.
1: That was a puck that was just thrown right up the middle.
0: Yeah, and from so zone it was out, from just zone
1: out, from his own zone and. Yep, here it is, right here. I'm watching it right now. Call oh, he coughed it, coughed it, big fatty, right into the middle of the ice. Yep. I wonder if I'm watching the same thing here. Now you it, it probably before? is.
0: If it, if it's a if it's Pueblo going up two to one, that's Wills, and he just makes him pay, man.
1: No, but they, they, that puck was coughed up. You know, this is it. That puck was coughed up in the neutral zone three different times in a span of forty some seconds. Yeah. So again, young guys, when you do it once, you get and you get control of it make some safe passes skate that puck up do what you need to do like i understand head it but geez three softies in a neutral zone led to that goal and then you know it's hard to see what happened with the goal he took the first shot i don't think it tracked the rebound and it gets plugged in so it's a toughie
0: yeah it was and so you know it is <laughs> it is it is what it is but uh I was happy there after that uh, Lucas Vashko, the 19 year old forward out of Lithuania, Vilnius Lithuania, which I think he's actually Lithuanian American, he rocketed one past Sproul seconds into a power play. And honestly, Sproul had no chance. I-, I watched a replay on this one, and I wish I could tell you where it's at in the second period. Oh, no, i know much
1: right now. 546, okay. rebound, read right on over. So it, it's just play, like
0: that's, those are tough leg, leg muscles to develop as a goalie. And when I watched it live, I'm like that like Spro had no chance. And I watch back now and I'm like, well,
1: because well, the pucks thrown, Spro the, the probably, puck's thrown, probably the pucks thrown in front of the net. Right. And it right. just kicks out perfectly to the side.
0: Right for he Vashko. Yeah. Right,
1: we're almost right to him. And he's got a yawning cage. So he tries to do the Marc-Andre Fleury lunge. You know, you do whatever. It's a desperation save.
0: Um, All you can do, man.
1: Oh, actually, you know what? Next time, my only recommendation to the goalie: try going for the double pad stack on over.
0: <laughs> Go that classic, was like fun, oh,
1: that'd Because at least if he, if he, you know, he got close to it, you're like, ah, oh, you know, hella move. Because it's hard to do that. Propel yourself. Your oh,
0: bun. it's so hard.
1: Yeah, it's so, so yeah, I couldn't do that. If I did that right now, my back would, you know, I'd have about 5 I'd hurricanes. be hospitalized. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, I, I, <laughs> they'd be ambulance me off the ice. Um, so, but, you know, in that, you know, right there, like I'm looking at it going, you know, I, I would, oh, dear Lord, dude, I just watched a highlight on the uh, third goal of that. <laughs> oh, oh, Pueblo. Versus Ogden game. Um, oh,
0: oh are, you, are you talking about the uh, oh, dude, I talking just about watched Friday it. night game? Yeah, he was okay, off so you his let So let's, let's, before you jump in there and we, we go back okay, in the sorry, Sorry, stuff.
1: we'll go back there. But I just watched it. I was like, dude was so far off his angle.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So cow. basically, uh, yeah, this was a high over the blocker, right? He was, yeah, it was Troja. Oh, it was like dude, 22 he, seconds into the, the third period. So, yeah, he was so far he, off yeah. his yeah, angle. Yeah, this is a... Completely oh. Stoppable plug Troja was oh, off man. the thing there oh, And we've done it
1: Oh no, we all do like, You just lost You lost where your cage was But I looked at yep. it
0: and... and that's the thing is, It's that 22 seconds Into the third period Troja was just Just getting into the third period And when that goal was scored Again, I didn't notice it so much While I was watching live But when I was well, watching I, fro- I
1: froze it I froze it perfectly At 19.39 When it's going in dude, He left threw- a wide
0: open cage Oh,
1: dude There's so much in that,
0: dude Yeah breath yeah. who's a 20 year old forward out of Karun, uh czech republic did not fail to see the wide open gaping net and just put it past her
1: yeah like that was you even look where his blocker was at this time like he's yep. beat, he's beat square without even getting his blocker out there it's- he's he's cutting down he's cutting down so right here i'm watching the goalie square up you're already off right. your angle you're already off your angle you're you're what would that be? Your left pad is already past the post. Yep. It's so already. That would your, be the
0: right pad, right? No, it's. it's oh his, no no no! You're right. Yeah. It's
1: his left pad. Yeah. It's already off the post, and he already cut in on the top of the circle. Mm-hmm. So he's already making his cut in. You're already off. You know, I'm watching this, going, "Oh, this is not good." And now, as yep. it times, he releases a shot. Okay, that shot's gone. He's already had his spot pick. Now he did push over a little tiny bit and crouch down. Yeah. But he's pushing
0: away from. it. It was a it was a bad goal and No 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 like I am not
1: trying to be a total a-hole here, but my like, dude, you pushed away from the shot. You yeah. actually this is what's weird, okay. So watching his angle is off a bit, he just lost his net. You can feel like he lost his net to begin with recover, but then he pushed away from the shot. Like Well instantly- the way
0: I read this with Troja is I, I feel like Troja was assuming that he was going to go around the net and was trying to position himself. And then obviously, uh, Brexco, Bresco, whatever Milan, I'm just gonna call you Milan, buddy. Milan just saw the open net. It's like, yeah, I'm shooting. Oh no, <laughs> it was a smart play because he
1: cuts in, he's got the yep. a screen, but just rewatch the goal and you see what I mean. You know, if, yeah. even if you watch the aftermath of it, the puck is going to the far side, blocker side, and he ends up pushing on over to his right side. I have no explanation as to what was going on. there. I think the def- he's looking over his defenseman. I think his defenseman looked and said, "You doing <laughs> right?" Yeah. Like he may have been screened. Like I don't doubt that. But if you're screened, make yourself big. And if you need to butterfly, butterfly huge. So we should cover it. But he pushed. Like I said, I don't know if he was pushing, thinking it was going short. I have no idea. But he was flailing to the left. Right.
0: That's yeah. so
1: weird. That's a weird goal. It's a bad goal. I have to call you out on that one, bud. That was bad. You lost the puck, but hey, life goes on. Oh yeah, down.
0: yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna call that out. And honestly, when you, when I, I'm surprised you kind of got through the second period because there's about two and a half minutes left in the second period that there was a fight that broke out. And when I watched it live, I, I gave the blame to the Mustangs. I'm like, dude, that was just a. He laid out that guy from Pueblo like. And then the fight broke out. Rewatching the game, I'm like, ah, I saw what happened. That's the great thing about replay, is uh, the the guy from Pueblo just kind of like does a mini cross check to the back of the guy's head, and that just ignites him. And he comes up and just lays the guy out with a cross-check to his chest, and which just drops him to the ice, and then the fight broke out. I'm like, oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah, but you know but, why
1: now, now I know why the next game, because I was watching the highlights of that one. Oh,
0: dude, it's fantastic. Yeah, it like, was-
1: Well, that's what I'm saying, is it was a high-scoring affair, and I was watching some of it going, okay. Yeah. Um, you could tell there was some edge to this game, so...
0: In terms of the goalies, I just wanted to say, like, Troja, uh, he did stop 24 of 27 in a loss, and Sproul got the win, ultimately stopping 22 of 24. But that set up a really good second game, like the highlights you've seen already. And I just want to say again, Ogden, we, I love calling out my goalies. Uh, Ogden started Titan Anderson, who's a 19 year old out of Wellsville, Utah. And Pueblo went right back to Sproul because Sproul had an excellent game in game one. And uh, off it went. And. Yeah, I mean you've watched the highlights, and Michael Power again—the uh, guy out of London, England—he scored that top shelf beauty after a gorgeous pass from Benjamin Saint Ange, who's a nineteen-year-old. And hey, you're you're from you're from Canada, so I'm I'm probably slaughtering Benjamin's name here, but uh, I'm gonna Saint, say Saint, Benjamin 19-year-old Saint Ange, a nineteen-year-old out of uh, Quebec, Saint
1: Ange is okay, that's okay,
0: okay, that's okay. All right, I did it well, thank you. All right, so Saint Ange, you, you don't have to be upset, man, because that's a big kid. Anderson, like, he was lit up by Pueblo that second game. Yeah. Oh, and here's the goal I was
1: telling you about that, you know, when you said, uh, like, I was sitting there saying, okay, so Pueblo gets the puck in deep. One guy's got it. Okay, so the first guy takes the puck and he does his job, right? Right. Comes all the way in, right? He gets that puck deep in the corner, gets it in deep. He did his job, Right. Uh, however, the puck gets you know thrown back in a different direction. He tries to battle back and get it. So the second guy comes in to commit, right? Yep. And he doesn't get the puck. The mistake is man going in deep and down. So I'm watching it here right now. Is this so, the first goal for Ogden? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's the first. It's the first goal. So yeah. So Jack Jones. Yeah. So like I said, like it's it's circling back here now. About the problem was again, like I said, I want to identify the player. So yeah. I don't know his number because it's hard to see here. Which but team? This, this is, again, Pueblo. Gets the puck okay. in deep. The defenseman does a good job. Cycles the puck back off the boards. The next guy comes in deep. It's this guy right here. Hold well, on I, here. I,
0: I won't generally call out guys that screwed up over the podcast. I'm going to call out guys that did well. And my goal well, is Well, I'll, to I'll say this, though. Oh,
1: well, you got to point this out, though, right? Because... No, well,
0: they you, can watch the highlights go. My hockey TV.
1: Yeah, but hold on. So 27 is doing the job here. He's coming in. So the first guy did his job. He got the puck in deep. It got behind the boards. Now it's getting cycled back. The defenseman... Right. On the Mustangs, hell of a job to stay with that. Throw it to your quick outlet pass. And now they're chipping it up the boards. It's the guy that decided to cheat and jump in front of the other player, hoping to pick it off. Yeah. Don't, don't hope. No. like it's 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 going slowly around. You should have pinned that guy up against – let the puck get to him and pin him up against the boards. Instead, yeah. you went to go jump in. You missed it. You're now in deep. Three guys down deep. You know, and now they cycle on up, and you got a non-man rush, passes on over, and nice shot in, right? Yeah. So your goalie doesn't have a chance, and just by doing it, again, this is picking up the anchor guy's playing, right? Yeah. If you're going to go after that puck, you know, the guy that was going to be the third man deep, if you're going in, you go in speed. So he's taking into play that it gives your team, your guys, as soon as you get a chance to cycle in front of the net, you jumped in on a slow-moving puck, and you bobbled it, and now you've got three forwards down deep. It's gonna be an on man rush. Yeah. And then your goalie had no chance or de- defense no chance, right? Because the other guys committed over on the far side. So yeah. Yeah,
0: Sprout had no chance on, on this goal. And, and like I said, Jack Jones buried it. It's a nineteen year old defenseman out of Waconia, Minnesota. Ah, Minnesota. And Minnesota. The- but it was it was actually Schmackov shot, the the kid out of Moscow. And like I said, I rewa I rewatched this one several times. I'm like 'Cause when the credit went to Jones, I'm like, how? And I kept rewatching it, rewatching it, and rewatching. It. I'm like, okay, Jones had to tip it. I still can't see it, but obviously it was I mean, Jones responded he tipped it. And the commentators eventually mentioned that they were getting around there, but it was a hell of a shot by Shmakov, and uh, yeah, great, uh, great tip uh, deflection by Jones to get the, the game tied up there for for the Mustangs. And then you know, you move on to the next one. Well, that's what I uh, was telling you about the tipping goal was. It was hard to see what the hell it happened. It was. It was really hard. And that's I, dude. I've rewatched it like six, seven, eight times. I still can't see Jones tip it. But <laughs> regardless. Uh, Jack was then. But I remember, fair- this is the
1: one I was describing to you, though, right? The guy is screen, screening him in front, right? I think this is the one yeah. I was telling you about. And the goalie got too wrapped up in the battle to really be squared. There, here, It's going to happen here now. Cycling back down. This is that whole, skipping 10 seconds ahead.
0: So is this not the goal you were just talking about?
1: No, the first, that was the first goal I was talking okay. about. Now, this yeah. is the power play goal here that we're talking wow. about. The goalie's battling them. He crunches the guy in the leg. The guy goes off balance, and then it's the shot, you know, that you're talking about right there, the Jones shot, right? And the one yep. at the tip. If you go back and watch the goalie. He's slap, slapping him in the legs, and he's too caught up in that. You know, the thing was you never got started. I stretched. like lumberjacking
0: so, and me some defensemen. Oh, office. so do I. I.
1: So do I. But <laughs> on a power play like that, when the puck is being moved, not the time to do it. Even if the guy irritated you, it's, just, it's no different than anybody else on the ice, right? Take his number. Right. You're gonna get your redemption. Take his number. Be patient.
0: Your job <laughs> is that number nine. Job. I'm gonna get you. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's exactly it. Wait for him to come in for a shot. And when he goes to skate up ice, then hack him. The referee can't see it. Our there's a scrum in front, of him, and he's down low. Give him the old blocker to bad. the. You know, you'll get him back. It's that's. that's the best. Yeah, that's just that just wasn't patience right there, right? Like to me, that was yeah. the wrong time for the goalie to engage in that, and that co- actually cost him the goal there. Now, if there's a tip and everything else, I i'm a goalie
0: second goal of the game is uh as you find it there i'm gonna talk to you it was a uh, devon boldway on a delayed penalty so basically no, that's, uh, that's the
1: one that's the one i'm watching here right now that's yeah. what I'm just saying so here.
0: yeah maybe that's the one where you're talking about the goalie get wrapped up there but boldway on a delayed penalty scored a redirected shot two to one oh, no, i'm talking
1: about the second goal of the game for pablo is what i what i meant to say it wasn't second goal of the game it was this is where it goes this feature could be cool here here it is passes on over Guy holds the puck up nice, makes a nice move. Number three to defenseman. Yeah, delayed penalty. Game's tied here, up at one. Throws it back to the point. Slap shot, big rebound. Yeah,
0: Boldway just yeah, yeah. The big rebound, Bold. Yeah, the big rebound by Sprout and Boldway yeah. just buries it.
1: Yeah, he and good move there as the you know goalie. The puck came off your your far pad. Can't do much about that, dude. Not faulting you there at all. You did your best to scramble and get on over, but he yeah. showed nice patience to wait for to open on up and he, yep. he capitalizes
0: yeah and then if you keep watching jake mear uh makes it three to one very quickly and this is again this is the reason i bring this up is as you look for uh, jake mear's goal as jack jones for ogden got caught he scored the first goal for ogden and then he got caught up with an ejection for spearing now i still didn't see the spearing i don't even know if it's on a video, but he got ejected from the game in a five minute major. Now, at that point, Pueblo should have been able to take the game over. Five minute major is pretty significant. I think maybe some of the emotions for Pueblo got caught up. The game got chippy, and Pueblo kind of got caught up and let themselves get into penalty problems. And Ogden made him pay, which is how Boldway got that goal. And then Jake Muir made it three to one. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, Pueblo just lost emotional control. I don't remember if the coach called timeout, but he should have if he didn't, because Pueblo just lost emotional control, and it was so noticeable during the game. It's exciting to watch as a fan, but as a player, I'm like, especially as a goalie, when I watch my team lose emotional control, I'm like, calm down, <laughs> I'm like because you, I'm you as a, penalties and you're going to get a goalie, And
1: you know when your your head's not there, you can pull yourself.
0: Yes. Yes. What and when your teammates lose
1: did they call a goal back at the end of the... It's 4-2. to two. I'm
0: watching this. Oh, no, this. I got it. Okay, so Jake Muir made it 3-1, to one, and then I'll just keep going here. Bright Newhold, the 20-year-old forward out of Edmond, Oklahoma, rifled one from the blue line to pull within basically one and make the game 3-2 to two before the end of the first period. All of this was in the first period, man. Like... Yeah, but and here's what's interesting.
1: I don't know yeah. if it's if it's an error because I'm clicking ahead in the game. There was all of a sudden it said four two with seventeen forty five left.
0: Yeah, that's accurate because Christian Finney. Yeah, but then uh, all of a sudden it
1: jumps to three two. I don't know if there was an error. Oh no, no 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 no
0: no. That's an error that they talk about during the game.
1: Okay, okay. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, they okay. couldn't get
0: the computer. To... <laughs> so okay, I like, so I was what's watching 4-2? The game, like, what the hell did they just did they take away Finney's? That's goal? what I was going
1: to say. You can't take a goal <laughs> away a period and a half later. Now we're so here's where I'm skipping ahead because okay, we can talk so... about. When you're talking about there's an emotional, you know, you know, emotional breakdown in the game, you know, yeah. I just started clicking ahead on this, and now I'm seeing it's 5-2, and I'm like, oh yeah, this game is... Right, you know, okay,
0: so in early in the second, or basically the only thing that really was significant in the second period is Christian Finney, the 20-year-old forward out of Draper, Utah, scored a nice, nice goal, just seconds into the, the second to make it 4-2, and that was it for the second period. And then the third period, Parker Lawton, the 19-year-old forward out of Calgary, Alberta, set up, Alex Engen, the 19-year-old forward out of Wasilla, Alaska, on a really, really pretty two-on-one. Uh, if, if you get the chance, did you see that goal? The one that made it five to two. No, that's a that, pretty setup. It's again, it's kind of like the earlier goal in the game. But Lawton, the Canadian, sets up the Alaskan. It's just a really nice, pretty goal. Again, they make Sprout doesn't have much of a chance. They just. They set it up perfectly, and it's a really pretty two-on-one. So again, I, nice shout out there, that both and Law, on the setup and Engen on the actually execution. And while you look for that, I'll just keep going here. Man- oh, no, just, keep, just just keep plugging along
1: on that one, man, because we're we're chewing up a ton of time between these two games here right now, which it's worthy because it's it's live hockey. Right. But it's
0: live hockey. It's exciting hockey. It's local hockey for me. Love going, I've loved going to the Ogden Mustangs games for years, and uh, it's exciting to be able to talk about them on this podcast as, as they are my most local team. I love it. I love going to the games. I love the passion of the players. And then you, you, you talk about, like, okay, so then milan uh, Brexko, the, uh, the Czech again, with a great individual effort and heavy traffic. Rockets won to pull the Bulls within two to make the game five to three. Anderson couldn't see the puck. He really couldn't. Milan waited for the perfect moment to fire that, fire that puck, and uh, Anderson's response said it all. <laughs> he didn't know where the hell it was, but he was he was fighting through some traffic there. Only about a minute later, I maybe about a minute later, Ogden turned it over again in a really ugly turnover, and Pueblo's Sam Feaster, who's a 20-year-old forward out of Pueblo, Colorado, put a past Anderson. And this is, again, this is where you're going to be very critical, Steve. This was an ugly goal by Anderson. He had a, of just a baller game. He played out of his mind. But this was a bad goal by Anderson. It's, it's going to remind you of that goal that you talked about earlier in the podcast where where Troja was just out of position, and that was the game winner. This is basically almost a similar goal by Anderson, just completely out of position, completely stoppable. And it allowed Pueblo to make the game 5-4. As you find that, I'll just say, as the game wrapped up, Pueblo really fought hard. Ogden was holding him off. Anderson was playing out of his mind. And then uh, Bryce Miller, the 19-year-old forward out of Murray, Utah, buried the empty netter for Ogden to make the game. Six to four with about 93 seconds remaining in the game. And that was it. That was the silencer. At the end of the day, Sprouse stopped 30 of 35. I can't say any of them were like... In terms of Sprouts' goals, the five that he let in, none of them were like, wow, that was stoppable. And none of them were like... Wow, that was unbelievable. I, I just, you know, it was, just, it, it was the game that it was. He had an excellent first game. He let, likes it, but he still stopped 30 or 35. And then Anderson... Like I said, he got lit up. Anderson got lit up by Pueblo. Um, he was run into a bunch during this game, as you were talking about earlier. Like the amount of defensemen just launching guys onto you. Anderson got crunched at least three to four times in this thing, this game, and honestly, it caught up to him. He lost a little bit of emotional control with about a minute fifty left in the game when the game was five to four. And he decided after one of the Pueblo guys got in his space, he just decided to clock him. And that got him a roughing penalty, putting Ogden not only a man down, but obviously they're going to run the empty net. But at the end of the day, it didn't cost him. But think about that in the future, Anderson, and you know they're going to pull the other goalie. It was just a bad bad time clock of the Pueblo player. But at the end of the day, dude stopped 45 of 49 shots. Anderson got lit up and performed. So well done. Yeah. <laughs> really seriously well done, Titan Anderson. That was a hell of a game. So honestly, before we move into the Sunday's game here, where did you want to go with that? Or or maybe, you know, maybe this is a good time to uh wrap this up. We can talk about let's talk about the let's talk about the Sunday's events, you know, in the next podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Because this
1: is so this is some pretty good, you know, chippy back and forth hockey. You know, the third game was gonna have some you know, their their third game in a row was gonna have some more emotional... Well the
0: third game wasn't uh unfortunately wasn't gonna be Pueblo. Blow, it was going to oh, no, be no. Utah. Yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, there's, you're going to have the
1: motion carrying on over.
0: So, Oh, absolutely. So yeah, let's talk about the third game in an upcoming podcast here. Hey, thanks everyone. This has been basically the Ogden Mustangs Pueblo Bulls split game series on Friday and Saturday night, December 4th and December 5th. And we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, let us know what you, th- let us know what you think. If you're from Pueblo or Ogden or in between, you know, we'd love to cover more games like this. We got my hockey TV. We want to cover your games. We want to talk to you. We We want to know what you think. So, Definitely tune in. Let us know what you're thinking. This is Chris and Steve. Have a good one, Augie Fence. And we'll catch you on a flippity flip.